yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is it with? This might be a bit of a personal question, but I have a joke ready for stage on it. Yeah. Would you consider yourself a top or a bottom? Oh, I'm more of like a switch. A switch. Yeah. Okay. I have this joke, which is like, what the fuck is it about um, bottoms and not having their licenses, you know? I mean, yeah. look fair. Yeah. It, it's a thing. It is, it is a <laughs> fucking thing, I swear to God. Mind you, there are some tops who don't have their licenses too. Like exactly. Like Serenity Von Varda. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not an ironclad rule, but it's a pretty good general rule of thumb. It, it really is. It's yeah. actually just gays in general just don't have their license. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems to be... i got to research this and like... Like, i got to get my little ADHD and OCD brain working on this and kind of like... There must just, be some science to it. Yeah, there's got to be some <laughs> mathematical equation that yeah. equates to which type of gay doesn't have a license. Yeah, you know? fully. <laughs> uh, so, we're, we're going to pursue that. Now, uh, introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, hello, I'm Georgia Sassenfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, I am also known as Dallas Dixon. Um, also known as Sass, Sassy. That was a code word that I made up for an event I ran called Last Night um, at Amplifier Yonks ago. Well, yeah. yeah a I good, love good it. time it's like ago. Cold, it's called Last Night, but it was Yonks ago. Yeah. <laughs> what would have been really cool if it was, yeah, it was an event called Last Night that I hosted last night. Uh, yeah, and, fully, fully. Well, when we were still going, it was always like that. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's such a funny word to. Well, thank you very much for coming, Georgia, aka Dallas. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Now, so DJ. Drag performer, mm-hmm. uh, event like coordinator. Would you call yourself? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And now t-shirt maker. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I do graphic design. I've done that for a long time as well. Good Photography. Oh. Um, that's actually how I got into this industry. Actually, is photography. Yeah. Right. Uh, I took photos mostly at HQ, mm-hmm. like YMCA HQ in mm-hmm. Leadable. Mm-hmm. And it was just of local bands. So just going there for $5 shows on the Friday or Saturday when I was like 15, 16 or something. Nice. Just bring shitty camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as you do. Yeah. As you do. You know, you might be in luck um, mm-hmm. because we might be having a historic record today. Because oh, one, really? of the, one of, cause this, this is kind of like a joke podcast. It's a oh, podcast yeah. which I elements of I do take seriously. I'm very honoured to have my guest on, <laughs> but uh, it has a bunch of features. Mainly, the silver cup is brought up. Occasionally, uh, the story of a dildo features in it. Oh, wonderful! Barry. Awesome. Um, but, yeah, <laughs> uh, for the first time ever, uh, in, uh, with an interview at home, Callum is home for the interview in oh. ages. Like, okay, I don't think he's been featured in an episode in like six or seven apps. Really, like, he 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 was like becoming a real feature because he's my roommate. He's a very good mate of mine, but he is basically the verbal boxing bag. Oh no! So, yeah, every time he just walks into the room, I'm just like, "Small dick, how you going?" Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if if the audience is like, and and now people have started. They know what's going on. Yeah. Now, (laughs) people who I know listen to the podcast when they, they, 
you know, come up and talk to me. Um, they were like, I haven't heard from Callum in a while. And I was like, eh, he's, he's around, he, you know. He's but, hanging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just hasn't been in the house when we've done interviews or I've traveled with the podcast. So it's like, it hasn't really come up yet. Yeah. And, uh, they were like, eh, okay. And, uh, so I was like, yeah, that's, it's just the way it goes. But he's in the house today, so maybe if he comes out of his... Little features every there. Yeah. Every now and then. He is a wonderful addition to the podcast. I can't wait. Now, um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about some of like, the favorite parts of your gig. So, you started with photography. Yeah. But uh, what did it lead to first? I imagine it must have led to graphic design first. Yeah. So, yeah. I just like basically a creative kind of person anyway. So, mm. I was just doing photography and graphic design in school. And then, do you have ADHD? Probably. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Not diagnosed. <laughs> no, no. I was about to say, creatives always have some kind of neurodivergence. Yeah, fully. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See it everywhere you go. Yeah. yeah. It, I get bored really easily. So mm. it could be a notch on there. Mm. But yeah, like, um, got into all of that. So I just ended up doing it for the local bands as well. Hmm. I was just doing either like five bucks like or free whatever i just was trying new things i was like if you trust me i'll just produce it for free like whatever excellent um so but um after that it was i think once i turned 18 um then i moved on to like nightclubs and stuff like that and then started taking photos of drunk people and then started running events See what I do, which is interview drunk people. Oh, That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A fun time. Oh, <laughs> man, honestly, it's fantastic. Yeah. You know, i I got I to gotta figure out some way I can... Uh, I'd love to do it in an actual nightclub. Yeah. Problem is you got to think about noise and things like that. Oh, but, yeah, it's a struggle. Yeah, yeah, but... I'm a persistent fellow. I'll make it work oh, somehow, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> it's what I do, but... Uh, Come moving on, so it's like, what, uh, what, how did you land on DJ work yourself? Um, honestly, that just kind of happened because I think I was just dabbling in DJ stuff because I was running last night, Mm -hmm. and sometimes DJs would pull out, or I would just like have to fill in for a song while they go to the toilet. Mm -hmm. So I would have to eventually learn how things work. Um, and then one night I got to DJ Amplifier for Halloween. Nice. And I just dressed up in drag. I was mm. like, I'll be a cowboy for a night. Nice. Um, and put on a whole beard and everything like that. And I think that's like what changed it. I mean, I've seen <laughs> the look on you. It's a pretty epic look. Thank I you. I think you you were partly in the look, but maybe without the cowboy hat when I interviewed Justin Sider. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, like, that hat is just like everywhere. It's just, and then, I just take it off. <laughs> yeah. And then you were definitely wearing uh, the two times I've seen you at Cherry Bomb. I was there for briefly for King of the Court. I wanted to make an appearance because... Uh, oh, King of the Underground? King of the Underground. Yeah. Yeah, King of the Underground. Uh, apologies. The, That's uh, okay. The two uh, people who I've interviewed who are pretty amazing performers, Adam Zappel oh, yeah. and uh, Jackson Coke were yeah. performing that night. So I wanted to go down. Yeah, Jackson's our little them. king of the underground. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am. I'm very, very uh, honoured to have interviewed them before uh, uh, they kind of, they kind of, 
getting big now. Yeah, they're you know? amazing. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Like, I feel like I got it. in just before they <laughs> did, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's kind of like just a, a hipster privilege thing for me to say. Be like, yeah, <laughs> fuck it. I was on this thing before it was cool, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> so but no, it was really cool to go down and support those two considering they're both featured on, on the pod. And uh, I came down for the last one, Cherry Bomb, uh, when I was down supporting Miss Ritalin now. Oh, she yeah. Miss Dexy Queen, yes. but now she's Miss Ritalin. And, uh, yeah, I went down and supported them. And, yes. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I plan on interviewing a few people from that night. So I want to interview Portia Sweet and I want to interview uh, my attention. Oh, yeah, lovely, yeah. And then I want to interview... I have interviewed Femme Coco. I interviewed her yesterday. Yeah, awesome. And Femme Coco was very, very funny. Yeah. I also got to see the van that Femme Coco drives around in. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I actually haven't. Oh, Christ. It is <laughs> It is something to behold. Yeah. It's just this home paint job. Yeah. Oh, that looks like it's been done with a paintbrush all over the van. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's kind of cool. It's yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. The inside of the fan of the van just smells tremendously of weed. Like, <laughs> like, and I was just sniffing it like. It's like a hot box. Oh. Even just like you weren't even in there. <laughs> yeah. Like, just as soon as you open it. This it's is a Cheech and Chong van. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> nice. Know, it is. It's, it's pretty classic. And, uh, but interviewing them was, uh, very, very fun. Interviewing him was very, very fun. And, uh, yeah. And I, I mean, I brought up and I was just like, uh, you know, we were going back and forth. They, he is very jealous that my beard can grow so big in such a short amount of time. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was jealous of him for his finale with my attention. Oh, yeah. 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 And I was like. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, when you see that, it's like, even I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. I have to like look away. <laughs> yeah. It's but they like, did, they were amazing. They didn't even think that they were going to win, like both of them. They didn't yeah. think that they would even be in the top two. So yeah. when we told them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Humble, humble. <laughs> keep it humble. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we told them, yeah, you got to choose a song so then you can battle each other and then find out who's number one. And they were like, oh, can we just like, not <laughs> and we'll, we'll, we'll just share the prize money <laughs> oh, God. yeah but like, just say yeah but you still need to appear on yeah stage just do it like, yeah <laughs> but okay some. we'll do, do it and you know we'll basically eat each other's faces yeah. and asses yeah 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 <laughs> i was like, like yeah that's awesome yeah that's exactly what i want on stage <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's like you can do that too yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah exactly yeah fun times <laughs> for all oh goodness gracious me cherry yeah. bomb gets a bit wild so that's yeah that's all I want. <laughs> yeah look i've I've been to the Cherry Bomb twice and I can testify. It does definitely get a little bit hackers. Yeah, yeah, a safe space just to be wild. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, definitely feels like a safe space. I do have one criticism of the place though. Oh, yeah. You need to get the pool table fixed. Yeah, wait, what's wrong with it? Um, it's falling apart. <laughs> like, I mean, I bet. Thread by thread. It's missing yeah. the eight ball. It's, uh, the felt of the table is literally tearing off in like seven what? places. Okay. And the pool cues look about 150 years old. Um, <laughs> they probably are though. Yeah. And like the, it, it's like one of those sets where the two sets of balls are just red and yellow. Yeah. 
But the oh, yellow, yeah, the snooker set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the yellow balls are so faded that they are starting to look like the white ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you just and hit like, Yeah, and I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I was just practicing my shots because I love to play a game of ball. And uh, it's, it's probably like, really, it's just my way of conning people out of their money occasionally. Oh, yeah. Wait, how do you do that? Oh, just, get oh just to play. Oh, like yeah. get them to pay for it. Yeah, just get them to yeah. pay for the pool, and then I'll be like, "Oh, pay for twenty bucks." Like, yeah, yeah, go on. <laughs> like, yep, okay, thank you. Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Free pool game. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So uh, that's uh, pretty much been that's a nice little side hustle for me occasionally until I meet <laughs> someone who's better than me, which there are plenty of people. But there's a lot of people worse than me too. So. Well, but hey. That works out in your favor. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But, um, yeah, so I was just getting my thing in and then, yeah, I was just like, this pool table has seen some shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's it been looks, there for a while. It looks like <laughs> someone probably has had sex on it. That's some oh, no doubt. Yeah. I, bet, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness gracious, man. I did a photo shoot um, with Gigi Love. Mm-hmm. Um, at least Coco brought up Gigi Love. They really like, yeah, we, we were going over favorite performers, and mm. Gigi Love was one of uh, Fem Coco's one. Yeah, oh my yeah. gosh, I love her. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, she's amazing. I haven't seen them perform her perform live yet, but carry on. Oh, really? No. Oh, uh, well, that's all right. She's performing at least at Cherry Bomb on December 23rd. It's a little Christmas thing, so. Hmm. It'd be interesting. So for the for the listeners, uh, she does burlesque, um, which is an amazing performer. Like we'll do like splits and kind of um, like lap dance kind of stuff. Like everything, it just blows my mind. <laughs> mm. Well, yeah, I've seen images of her and I've heard of her and I've seen videos of her performing. She does look pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I think I did make the declaration recently. Um, that out of all the performers that I've interviewed, well, I haven't interviewed that this performer yet, but if out of all the performers I've seen, I think Lotta Lamore's arse is oh, the yep. nicest. And yep. uh, <laughs> how do you think Gigi Love's arse holds up to it in the flesh? Oh, they're they're, they're definitely two different mm. two different ones. Right. I mean, in my own personal opinion, mm-hmm. I will go for Gigi Love. <laughs> Okay. But I love Lottam Lamore too. Yeah. Amazing yeah. performer. Um, but yeah, I'd have to say hands down that Lotta has the nicest yeah. one in the Oh, and uh, she knows it. The I've seen. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like that's a that's a claim because there are some seriously nice asses out there. Yeah. Seen, you know? That's not an easy title. She to knows hold. how to work it, like <laughs> she does. She does. Good on her. Um, and then someone else that Femcoco brought up that I'm looking forward to interviewing is Matthew Pope. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Amazing human. Yeah. yeah. we got to figure out why he's an alien. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's like just no too one perfect. Can, yeah, no one can be this amazing and be human at the same time. Yeah, no so way, right? <laughs> everyone says he's like, he's too nice, he's too funny, he's too talented, he's too hardworking, he's too professional. And it's like, what is going on? <laughs> it's like, does he... Does he like 
Is he a vampire? You know, oh, oh yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've only seen him come out. At I night. mean, there's a lot of photos with him in blood, so yeah. you never know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it could legitimately be so. And red corsets, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So DJ, let's go over. Let, let's recap what we've covered so far. You got you you were in, been into graphic design and photography for a long time. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then you got into you got into DJing, and mm-hmm. then DJing you just thought you might get into drag, and then that's pretty much how it ended up. Now, yep. I am dying to know the Serenity Von Varden T-shirt. Did she ask for help with that, or did you just do it? Um, I think I was just like, uh, what? How did that even come across? I think we were just thinking of ideas on shirts, no. um, because she wanted a shirt done. I was like, all right, I got you. Just give me a bit of time. And then kind of put this together, got like a photo. Now all of that and the photo Ezra uh, took, um, I just made it look like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. <laughs> nice. I really want to interview Ezra. That's someone I want to interview. Yeah, I yeah. Personally. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, as soon as I made it into like looking like a Yu-Gi-Oh card kind of thing, I think that's when we both know, yeah, this is sick. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. yeah. Ezra and his girlfriend really talked my ear off when I was going through a major trip and it was very difficult to talk to them when uh, the stars were flying around overhead. <laughs> I bet. And I was, on the, I was on the, in the smoking area of Connie's and all of the towers and buildings like, <laughs> oh were wobbling. Gosh. Yeah, it's very difficult maintaining a conversation with them <laughs> while I'm watching that. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh. couldn't. I couldn't. I'd be like, no, I can't do this. <laughs> oh, I got through it somehow, but I was just <laughs> like, I'd occasionally pause, and I'd be like, yeah, Alex, like, just ask you a question. Oh, like, yeah, sorry. Uh, what yeah, 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 totally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I'd love to interview Ezra. He's a really, really nice guy. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, impossible to take a, fo- a good photo of me. But um, <laughs> that's an impossible task for anyone, though. Um, now, moving on to, like, your some of the favourite performances that you've had. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is something I love to ask them. It's like, what's been a standout performance for you of yourself where you, like, you got off stage, in your case, you got behind the DJ set, and you were just like, fuck yes, I've finished on a serious high tonight. I love it. Let's see. So... As, like, I've only done one performance as a drag mm-hmm. king, um, and that was with um, Frida Breast. Um, and they're like, Frida what? Breast. Yeah. <laughs> I love the names. <laughs> so good. Um, so they're like my best friend. And it was for Cherry Bomb's birthday, I think like a year, two years ago, actually. How old is Cherry Bomb? Three years old now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a couple of those years were during the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, wow. So, yeah. But um, we did that and I only kind of did it because everyone was like forcing me to. I was like, fine, yeah. I guess I will. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, So we did Shallow by Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga. Uh-huh, yes. Um, Lady was, Gaga. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, So that was that was cute. I was, I was, I was like... um. I don't need any Corey. I'm not going to remember it at all. Don't do anything like that. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, all you got to do is like just sit on the chair, like pretend to play guitar 
um, because I've got like an acoustic guitar. So Mm -hmm. I actually did learn the chords for it. It was pretty easy after a while. Um, But it was not plugged in, thank God. Um, And they were just doing their thing on stage. And then at one point I had to like get up, do at least a twirl. And then in that time span, they were like, you can do whatever you want, you know, just like free roam. I was like, no, no, I can't do that. (laughs) So I just like, I think I stood there and was just like little boogie, like dad dance on stage. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I like to think that song is a euphemism for eating ass. Probably. I'm in the deep end, watches I dive in. Oh, I see it. Yeah, yeah I see it. Yeah. yeah. I think we just need to make it more literal, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I'm eating asshole, watches I lick it. Yeah, you know? full parody song. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dingleberries touching my mouth. <laughs> Something like that. Yes, yeah. yeah. I see it now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Now, um, so that's being like your favorite stage performance though. yeah well technically the only like drag performance stage well drag performance you show. mentioned dj performance though but dj yeah like i guess it just depends on the crowd i don't think i've had like right what like i've done a set and been like awesome cool like i just, i think it just you know if the event is a vibe that's cool yeah right. um i think i mean i recently dj'd a harry potter party kind of mansion thing in peel and it was at peel manor nice yeah that was interesting Mm. there were like live animals uh lizards and snakes and owls Mm. um free candy (laughs) very nice yeah that that was pretty cool is that a euphemism for drugs I mean, no, nah, there was actually, like, so much candy. There was a whole, like, fountain of candy. Jesus. Wild. Yeah. Whole next level. Yeah. yeah. Goodness um, The fountain of diabetes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Just, just Captain Jack Sparrow be like, lads, traveling for the fountain of diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, other ones? Yeah, no, I haven't had anything, like, too crazy, I don't think. Mm. I'm just, like, a DJ where I not really like amazing at mixing and that's fine mm. that's cool um but i know song choices i'm pretty good at that everyone tells me i'm pretty good at that and with like the emo crowd i can down pat easy just rage it yeah. yeah i'm horrible with song choices yeah because i play what i like and what no one else likes oh for sure yeah yeah, yeah there there's a fine line yeah. <laughs> um now i think i can already guess but I like to ask it anyway because mm-hmm. you know I've asked you about your favorite performances. What's the fa- what's a, a favorite performance of yours that you have seen? You know you've seen live in the flesh. What is like a performance of yours that? Well, sorry, uh, another performance that stood out to you and just really blew you away. Oh, that's so difficult. Um, it is isn't for it? like drag performances or like anything. anything. You like. Why don't we say oh. we'll say a music performance? Yeah, we'll say a burlesque performance, and we'll say a drag performance. Okay, because I can think of mine as far as comedy being a comedian. I know the the like in terms of my own like scene. I know whose performances that I love seeing every time. Yeah, and that's probably Martin Darcy and Saadi Chalabi. Oh, cool! It's yeah, like those are two guys which they get up on stage. 
And I feel like no part of their joke is like a hack bit or like easy. They are as original as they can be in a world where it's very difficult to be original. Yes. Like, I say everything is being done. Oh, and it like, has. <laughs> yeah. And like those guys get up on stage and somehow do it, you know. So Martin Darcy and Sadi Chalabi for me are probably the best. Sadi Chalabi has appeared twice on this podcast. No, Math Math. Martin Darcy has appeared twice on this. Sadi Jalabi has not appeared yet, but I will yet. get him on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, wow. So I guess burlesque. I would say anytime Matthew Pope, Gigi Love, and Lotta Lamore perform, I love like anything that they produce. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's see, drag. Oh, it's so difficult. There's a decent amount. So, like, I love, like, Alexis Armstrong, Carl Chaos, same person, just drag queen and drag king. I'm familiar. I've met them. They are a wonderful, wonderful performer. Really nice to me, too, which is nice because it's, like, I always feel – I think I've met them twice while I've been on something. (laughs) So, that's very difficult for me to, like – like disassociate because you know you get superstitious of what people think of you and it's like oh fully yeah it's like, paranoia yeah, like. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah but uh, no they are genuinely very very nice to yeah they they've seen drunk people and everything like that yeah the sun so you, yeah, you're fine yeah. you're fine yeah um damn who else I think like, the one thing that lets me get away with a lot though is because I kind of huddle into myself when I'm tripping balls yeah and I'm just kind of like. I'm sorry I'm taking up so much space, you know, because it's like generally yeah. I'm out in the psychedelic ones here and I'm just like, oh, my fucking God, I'm in a different dimension, you know, and they're yeah. just like, they can see me just like, oh, this guy's this guy's having a good time but also looks like he's in hell right now. Yeah. Like, How is he managing both? It's like, it's a real joyride, you know. Yeah, you just got to push through it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So It'll, get, ca- there. Yeah, It'll yeah. get there. That's pretty much it. Yeah, so like them, um, like Serenity Von Vada, um, uh, and Big Dick Serenity. Yeah. Um, like who else? I don't like. I'm just more of like whatever you kind of like put on stage, and like that's it, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But I'm also very forgetful. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But music wise. I've seen so many performances, but I would say top tier would always be um, Paramore and Architects. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are like two of my favorite bands, so I guess I'm a bit biased. I'm a bit familiar. I'm familiar with the Architects, so it's like it's it's a pretty big band. Yeah, they're they're sick. Yeah. They're awesome. I've taken photos of them like twice. Um, Got some, got like this really cool photo of, so it was at Red Hill Auditorium. Mm-hmm. Um, be quite a few years ago now. It was on the same tour as The Amity Affliction Ooh. and Stray from the Path, Issues, and Deez Nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the hat got <laughs> Yeah, they're like a hardcore kind of punk band. Um, funny dudes. But it was raining that night, especially during Architects. And the way Red Hill Auditorium is set up, all the water is flowing down to the pit area where all the photographers, the security, all of that are. And so we're trying to take photos while there's a massive flood kind of puddle going on. Mm -hmm. It was very difficult. 
Um, but I managed to get this really good photo of Sam just like kind of, I don't know, mid whatever. And there's like rain coming down. It looks so sick. And I was like, yeah, that's it. I'm done. I'm going home now. <laughs> but that one and, oh, and someone from 2400, the, uh, like clothing kind of brand for bands and stuff like that. Um, found the photo and architects were going there to, I think, like do signings and stuff. And this was over in Melbourne or like Sydney, something Melbourne. like that. And he messages me and he's like, hey, so I saw your photo. It's amazing. It's awesome. I've printed one for myself and you. And I've gotten Sam to sign it. I just need your address so I can send it over. I was like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, got that. That's awesome. Like, yeah. yeah. I have a question about T-shirt design. Yes. Now, this is my own selfish question because at the end of the day, I'm a selfish person. Are um, we all? Yes, precisely. I think that's what separates the, the good people from the bad is that the good people acknowledge their mm. selfishness. Can you get, like, is it is it difficult to print like designs and brands and logos on a tie-dye shirt? Um, I would say I think you want to tie-dye it after printing. How would you do that? So you, you print, you, you know, you do your printing or whatever, right? Yeah. So um, you can, like, go to a company like Hammer Inc. is a really good company. Um, that's where we got these ones done. Um, or you can, like, drop ship shirts if you if you want like print full is one and they just like do it instantly kind of thing yeah. gets to you in like two weeks pretty cool um but then then you can tie-dye i wouldn't tie-dye first but like you can still do that if it's like dry hmm. you can still print on it hmm. well i will i haven't tie-dyed shirts in a long time yeah well i want to get some shirts of my logo up yeah uh, are you familiar with my logo I think so. Yeah. yeah it's the like penguin. Little, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yeah, I want to get some shirts made up of that. Yeah. For no other cute. reason than I'm doing shirt exchange with another brand that I work with, Sizzle Reel Studios. Shout out. They do, like, help me with all my filming and editing and things like that. Hell, yeah. Great bunch of those. Hell, yeah. And big shout out to Jamal uh, as well. Uh, M.E. Vessel is his Instagram handle. Um Everyone should go check him out because he just started his own company, which is an entertainment company, uh, which is, what is the name of the entertainment company? It had a very clever name. God damn it. I'm such a bad friend for forgetting. <laughs> but he helped me with my podcast and he started his own entertainment company recently. And uh, it's, uh, if you ever need, anyone ever needs help, like wanting to promote or manage or like set up for a show or event, like... Jamal is the man to talk to. He knows what he's doing. He has saved so many shows. Yeah. So I'd like to quickly plug my friend uh, for absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, Jamal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, back to my guest though. Now, being a drag performer, this is <laughs> always one of my favorite questions to ask. Throwback to Donna Kebab, the first drag I ever interviewed. Oh, yeah, love her. Yeah, yeah, yeah icon. <laughs> and... Uh, my favorite question of hers and the question that we got so much talk about back was sexual awakenings mm -hmm. in terms of now I've dated a lot of different type of women and I found something respectively attractive about all of them. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, you dated them, right? 
yes. <laughs> um, but uh, the other thing I found out about them too was like I, I figured out about myself. It's like, oh, there's still an archetype, which is like the top tier of woman. Mm-hmm. And for me, that is Morticia Adams from the oh, yeah. 90s films. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been watching – well, I've already watched the full series of Wednesday. Mm. Um, so good. <laughs> I want to watch it. Yeah. It is, it's good. It's good. So, I should definitely watch that. But, but the Morticia original, Adams. The 90s oh, yeah. Morticia Adams. Yeah. Especially. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yep. Damn! <laughs> yeah. so Just that changed my, the world, like, yeah, since yeah, then. Yeah. <laughs> and – that uh, one was Donna Kebab's one I remember so distinctly, and that was Brendan Fraser from George of the Jungle. And, oh, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. see, I see, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, I know. I, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so that was hers. And then we had some other good ones come up. Um, uh, I believe Adam Zappel brought up Elliot Page. Oh, yeah. Um than some other people. Look, we've had some good ones. I'm trying to remember some of them. Um, I, I feel like someone's brought up Johnny Depp at one point. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Checks so, out. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had some good ones thrown in. Yeah. So do you have one yourself that you personally like um, to So definitely like two off the top of my head. Well, Hayley Williams, hands down. Hayley Williams. Yeah, from Paramore. I don't know that. The vocalist. I'm not familiar with Paramore. Oh. You once you look her up, you okay. you should know. <laughs> yeah, but, I, should, uh, I should get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So absolutely, her. Oh my god. Um. And then. Uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I'll say that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um. And Hayden Panettiere, who is, um, the cheerleader from Heroes, the TV show. Right. From like a while back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hands down, yeah. Oh. Hayden? <laughs> Hayden Panettiere. Hayden Panettiere. Yeah. So let's Google this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she was the cheerleader where she had, um, you know, if she got cut, she would heal, so she would just be a healer. <laughs> and P-A-N-E-T-T-E. Yeah, it's an interesting last name. Yep, babe. Also, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep, we concur. Yep. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dallas Dixon has put in two submissions, both very, very valid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Morticia Adams is still. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hands down, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, speaking of something I thought of recently in terms of like attractiveness. Mm hmm. Um, Marge Simpson and Lois Griffin are aging tremendously well, aren't they? Oh, I know. Yeah. Their skin is so clear. I know. Like, it's I don't ridiculous. know how they do it. Yeah. I yeah. need to know their skincare. And everything's still so tight. You know? it's <laughs> yeah. Like the, the racks are still so tight. Yeah. Wow. Right. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I wonder if they get any work done. But it's not like they're tremendously wealthy. You know? Yeah. Like maybe it's just diet and exercise. Maybe. Yeah. Or just, you know, being angry at like fucking homer and peter griffin doing whatever the fuck they're doing easy to be angry at (laughs) easy to be angry Mm. um the other thing i wanted to talk about this is slightly off topic um in terms of how do you manage because it's like it it feels like us as like nighttime performers not live performers we have to like, and we owe it to our audience. And I love doing it because most of the time it's actually tremendously nice. Mm. I've had like, 
I remember one time there was a lady who came up to me hours after a show when I was at a different venue. Oh, wow. And she was like, I've seen you perform twice now, your stand-up. <laughs> you were so funny. And, like, she saw me the night of the gong show, and the gong show is where you can get voted off stage. Oh, okay. But cool. she was like, you were the funniest one that whole night. I can't believe you got voted off. Thing is, I do comedy for my generation of people, so I feel like when there's an older audience in, I'm destined to fail. <laughs> but, um, yeah, she loved it. And then the other night she was like, I saw you at the Funniest Five contest the first time you wore the onesie on stage. Oh, true. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, that was so long ago. And she was like, I fucking loved it so much. And I was like, thank you. Thank you. Hell yeah. And like, so that was a nice audience interaction. Yeah. But I've had bad audience interactions. Oh, yeah. And thing is, it's like, you kind of still have to deal with them in a diplomatic scenario. Yeah. Being the performer, you owe it to the venue that you're performing at. Mm -hmm. You owe it to the fellow performers to like... Not be a total asshole because we because we know who's the dick the person in the audience. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> like- exactly. It's like, and uh, yeah, ninety nine point nine percent of the time when the audience has a problem with it, it's the audience's fault. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> now let's talk about uh, so let's talk about your favorite and least favorite audience interactions. Mm-hmm. Like, is there ever a moment where an audience member came up to you after and they just, like, said something so nice to you about your performance or anything about you and they were just, like, they were a real dick rider of yeah. yours in that moment? Oh, goodness. I, I don't keep these in my brain, hey. But I know a lot of people have given me an amazing amount of nice words and stuff like that. And every time they do, it's, like, so wonderful to hear um, I only remember the shitty ones <laughs> only because like uh, it's mostly like dudes coming up being weird and whatnot yeah. but yeah there, there have been a lot of times where people will be like super super nice mm. and or I'll get mistaken for another drag king <laughs> uh, that <laughs> but, could happen though it's like, yeah. that could legitimately happen with a lot of people I could see that yeah so I've been mistaken for Justin Sider mostly. Which, I fucking yeah. thought, I was about to say, it was like, have you been mistaken for Justin Sider? Because I yeah. totally see that. Yeah. It's like you have the same eyes almost. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like we do look very similar. Um, so that's like why I was wearing like cowboy hats and stuff like that. You know, I want to make sure it's like different kind of idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no matter what I do, I'll mm-hmm. still get mistaken for it. So, but that's fine because he's a great performer. I'm not. <laughs> like, yeah, lies. <laughs> He is um, a great performer, though. He is. He's mm. a great performer. Um, and then uh, recently got mistaken for Jackson Coke, but... <laughs> uh, Jackson Coke? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That is interesting. I was like, we don't look the same, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think you look the same at all. <laughs> yeah, no. I think it was just the security guard being funny. Who knows? Yeah. He, he just had a moment, but that was funny. Um, I did get... When I got mistaken for Justin Side at one time was when... Uh, we were wearing two completely different things that night too. So they were wearing um, – oh, they were dressed up as like Aries, the astrology sign, and so they had like lion kind of gear on, fur, everything like that. And then I was as – so because it was an astrology night, I was a Pisces, but I was Chuck Norris because he's a Pisces. I love that. (laughs) So I just wore like denim on denim, American flag, everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, And still got mistaken. I was like, did you look? (laughs) Goodness gracious. But um, 
yeah, no, there, there have been amazing people that have said good things. I just can't remember them. Mm. <laughs> I really want to get around to interviewing Justin Sauter. Like, yeah, That would be sure. an amazing interview. Uh, I really want to get Jackson Coke back on the podcast um, because I feel like there's so much they can promote on the lead up to Fringe and it's like, I feel like everyone should get the chance to see Jackson Coke because they are a, a, a truly a incredible performer. Absolutely. And, and they're uh, going to just like keep going up and up and up. Yeah. Like, and it's like they're an lot. incredible performer amongst incredible performers. Mm-hmm. And it's like they're, they're standout amongst so much incredible talent. Yeah. And it's like that, you know, deserves to be acknowledged in a big way. And I feel like, yeah, I, I, I'd love to get the chance to promote their show. Maybe I should message her and just be like, oi, I want to promote you. Send me yeah, a fucking it. date. Yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah, maybe. Because I know they're on a bunch of French shows every, every now and then. So yeah, Everyone's writing that Jackson Coke dick. Yeah, exactly. I was exactly. very happy with the, um, uh, the name of the episode because I interviewed Jackson Coke with Lollapalooza. Oh, okay, yeah. Also a very big name that's popping up in the drag name. Like everyone says it's like, oh, this drag queen is going to go far. They're mm-hmm. incredible. They're amazing, yada, yada, yada. So we named the show, the episode, a loser drinks Coke. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was nice. very happy with that. Like, yes. Thank you. That's so good. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, sometimes, sometimes I strike gold. Usually I strike shit. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, but, you know, there's some gold in that shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's called ironing poisoning. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be a bit sus if, like, you know, you shat went to gold. a toilet and then you just shat gold. <laughs> that would really hurt, but, like, kind of work out in the yeah. end, right? <laughs> Imagine that. You just, just be like, that comes off stage and it's like, that was an amazing <laughs> performance. How do you do it? You just do that classic Will Ferrell line from uh, – uh, Talladega Nights is like, well, here's the deal. I'm just the best there is, plain and simple. You know, I wake up in the morning and I piss excellence and shit gold. <laughs> yeah, literally. And, uh, yeah, and no one can handle my stuff. Yeah. God, uh, Will Ferrell, love him. Yeah, I oh, know. Comedy goat. Comedy goat. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. It's going to be weird. Like, because I feel like there are some. On the subject of movies, because mm. I was thinking about movies recently. Because you know what I've. I've been thinking movies a lot recently because I saw for the first time Jackie Brown. Okay, It's a yeah. Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah. Quentin Tarantino, one of the most like iconic directors of our time, certainly of our generation. Yeah. Um, we're going to get back to least favourite. Oh, that's fine. I'm okay with all the but jumping I'm, around. Yeah, like. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Don't you stress. I, don't worry. I never, forget, <laughs> I never forget to circle back. People have commented on that, and it's like, how do you go on such long tangents, but then still remember to circle back? And I'm like, I'm a fucking, we, we get there in the end, you know. Like, but, um, <laughs> Jackie Brown might actually be the best Quentin Tarantino film, and it's the mm. least watched out of all of them. Yeah, fully. But it like it has the best actors, it has the best soundtrack, it is like visually the least cheesiest. Yeah, I think it's Samuel L. Jackson's best acting he's ever done. Mm. Um. It's just, it's. Have you seen it? I don't. I don't think I have. Oh God, I've seen like clips and stuff, but such so worth meaning to. Yeah, so worth a watch. And yeah, like I say, one of the best movie soundtracks ever. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's always a soundtrack. If the soundtrack is really good, like you're most likely in for a good time. Yeah, yeah, big time. Most likely, big time. <laughs> so you were mentioning uh, generally with bad audience interactions, it's usually a guy coming up to you and saying something weird or oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even in drag, by the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 
there's just been multiple interactions, but um, so I can relate because I get hit on by a lot of very forward dudes, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> so, um, so a lot of times I'll DJ mostly out of drag. Mm-hmm. Um, rec- not recently, but a while back, I had this guy come up, and he's it's always requesting songs and they always request the most shit songs. Yeah. But they are always like, oh, but it'll be sick. Like, just play it. Like, it'll go off. I'm like, no, it won't. I don't even know the song. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. Um, I'll have a listen to it and it's still shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I told him, nah, man, nah, nah, nah. And then he just keeps asking and then eventually he leaves and then his friend comes in and is like, I'm so sorry about him. So good. Blah, blah, blah. It's all right. It's all right. Mm. Anyway, he comes back. Oh, God. <laughs> Us again and again. And I'm like, bro, you need to, like, go away. You're mm. so annoying. Um, And then, like, then they'll, like, start hitting on me or something like that. It's just the weirdest thing ever. And then got him kicked out. So Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just so weird. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious, me. You just, you just say to him, it's like, dude, like, I don't know if you can tell. Yeah. Oh, I tell them straight up I'm gay and that's yeah. not enough for them. Yeah. <laughs> they don't really care sometimes. Yeah. They're just drunk or whatever. No, no. A lot of people don't. No. There's a thing. There's a funny, weird thing. Chicks don't care sometimes. Yeah. You know? It's like, I've interviewed so many drag queens at this point. And when they do like private shows, they're like, yeah, oh, we get our dicks felt up by women. Oh, yeah. yeah. All the time. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, serious? Yeah. And I was like, that's fucking, yeah. And uh, that's why when I make jokes, it's like I make them all that make a lot of jokes about cis hetero women because there's a lot of jokes to be made. Oh yes, mind <laughs> you, I did come up with one slightly risque lesbian joke recently. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> uh, basically, I have this interact. I st- it starts with this interaction in the crowd, and then I get onto like. Goes. I, I can play the joke a few different ways. It's not mm-hmm. a super long-winded joke. I'm getting to the crux of it. Basically, this is what I come to, and it's like, um, you know, what's interesting is marriage statistics, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's uh, lesbian marriages get divorced twice as much as that of gay marriages. Oh, really? Yeah. The more you know. Goes to show you. Yeah. Not even fucking women can stand the company of other women. You know? <laughs> yeah. and it's nice, like, nice, yeah. nice. And then this is where it gets questionable. Yeah. And that's like, it's like, that's why every uh, couple of decades or so, men just declare war on each other just so we can get away from the wives. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, They're like, rather kill each other than like be at home with my wife. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, that's like, why Kanye on, West is on the Hitler train right now. Yeah, it's oh like, my goodness. Yeah. And it's like he realised after he got away from Kanye what Hitler was actually doing for the world, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, oh, he's... Uh, Osama bin Laden took a big hit for the boys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's a divorced dad vibe. Like, he's, Yo, he's, gone, yeah. he's gone through the divorced dad. Yeah. Uh, did you see the interview a, he did with Alex Jones? Yes. It's incredible when you make Alex Jones look like the normal one. When he's trying to, when Alex Jones is trying to defend you. Yeah. Like really trying and you're still like, nah, I'm going to say this. I'm going to make this as difficult as possible. (laughs) Yeah. It's truly incredible. Wild. Yeah. Just. Oh, man. Damn. Like, oh. So, it's it's so important. And that's why he's still the uh, uh, the entertainer. Look. 
Say what you will about him, and there's a lot you can say. He's still one of the most entertaining men of our lifetime. Yeah, very and true. That is that is one of the highlights <laughs> of his entertainment. If only he put in like all this energy into like socialism or being against capitalism, which is actually yeah. the real yeah. reason why he's upset. Well, I've been, I've been saying real. this. It's like <laughs> if everyone can forget about if everyone can put aside gender, race, sexuality religious politics if we can put all those politics aside what are we left with yeah and it's like it's really all we're left with is the economic injustices yeah. of the world and like the system yeah and everything like that and it's like so. how are we letting our world be run by like 500 people yeah fully yeah and it's like how are we letting like every decision major decision being made by like 500 people and yeah it's like, yeah and they gotta they gotta ask the people what's up you know yeah and it's like <laughs> and then I was having this discussion with someone recently and it's like, well, why should these rich people be held any more accountable than regular people? Mm-hmm. And I was like, for the simple fact that any business decision that they make, first off, any decision I make yep. really only affects me. Yeah. Any business decision that they make could affect tens of thousands up to millions of people. Absolutely, yeah. And it's like, and they get to make that decisions because of the society that we have set up for them to do that in. Yeah. So it's like in a sense that they do uh, have a greater responsibility or they should have a greater responsibility yeah. rather. And, and that's why you got like, you know, all the people from each state, you know, Senate, everything like that. It should be a diverse mm. state and Senate, mm. all of that. So to hopefully make the right choices. Mm. <laughs> I I think we should just make me dictator of the world for like ten years. I'll sort yeah. of yeah, 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 easy. Yeah, just Done. ten years. I just I just need just 10 years. at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's all I need. What would you do in um, your first year? What are you gonna do? First year, um, dismantle the Federal Reserve banking systems. Um, forgive old debts. So like just just immediately say any any home loans, student loans, business loans. It's like let's just get rid of debt. Like, yeah, it, fully. it needs to go. Yeah, and it's like because we're economically enslaved to our debt. So let's just mm. and I, I'm saying that as someone who has never had any debt. I have yeah. no debt, uh, which I'm very lucky to have. But like I see the debt that are within a lot of people. Uh, second thing I would probably do is. Um, So that, and then after that, I'd probably like. And your next six months, like. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, yeah. That was your first six months. That was my first six months. Let's map it out. In that, because um, that'll take a while, right? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, two nights. Two Done. nights, yeah. Um, secondly, like, if I was dictator of the world, um, get uh, Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs. Um, yeah. Yeah, figure out who was on the planes and how many times yeah. they were on the planes. Or even just like, who paid? <laughs> anything to yeah. him mm-hmm. i think that's probably the most important one right that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah 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 that's... which uh, well i was actually just watching um the documentary the documentary with gillian maxwell yeah uh, that just came up on netflix yeah yeah wild oh uh, it's wild that she's only got 20 40 years i think yeah, so she can yeah 20 or 40 years yeah, they said 40 years R. on the kelly thing but i looked it up more years than her r kelly got yeah. more years than her yeah in fairness he's a monster too yes but he should, like, she should be in there for life. <laughs> she had a lot more victims than 
yeah. he did. Yeah. And she was guilty of the same thing. Mm. Like, and, and people forget and this. trafficking. She didn't just <laughs> facilitate these things and traffic these ladies. She had threesomes with them with Jeffrey Epstein as mm. well. It's like that yeah. is mentioned. Yeah. And it's like that has been said in court. And it's like she's as guilty of the same crime that Jeffrey Epstein and R. Kelly are guilty of. Oh, exactly. But, you know. So, like, if it's, like, 40 years and she's, like, I don't know, 40 or something. No, 50 or something. I don't know now. Uh, but she can get out if she's, like, 80. Hmm. And it's just like, what? No, she needs to be in there forever. Yeah, <laughs> like Forever and ever. Goddamn. But, you know, with these- <laughs> Instead of people, like, have, like, a bud on them. Yeah, and get, yeah, like, come on. <laughs> 10 years. They're not the same. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but this is what connections in the CIA can get you. Yeah. Well, actually, I think um, Biden has pardoned um, any- uh, people in prison for like low amounts of weed or any weed. Well, that's one good thing. I, he's I done. believe he's already done that. I have a joke where like it's like, um, it's like now that Hunter Biden's in place, it's like you know what the next logical conclusion is. Wait, Hunter Biden? No, sorry, Joe Biden. Which <laughs> yeah. um, is like where we the next logical conclusion is that we make Joe Biden's son Hunter Biden president. It's like, because if we thought like a black president was a historical moment, wait until we get the first crackhead president. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 so. Yeah, just crackheads saying to their kids, look, kids, look, kids, that can be you too. Yeah. That can be us. Oh my you know? goodness. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, did you see like how Elon was uh, leaked all these things? It was meant to be groundbreaking news that, you know, Twitter is. Well, had suppressed information and stuff like that, mm. but really, like the images that were being taken down because it Hunter Biden was in question mm-hmm. was just him smoking crack and being with a bunch of chicks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like well, and his dick was out, so yeah. it's like that's illegal. So that just Gangster. needs to come down, right? <laughs> oh, hold on, people post their dicks on Twitter all the time. Oh yeah, yeah. But it doesn't get taken down, right? Yeah, and it's what's But the- it's te- it's technically against terms of service. Is it? I'm pretty sure. There's no way. There's an awful lot of but There is a there's, lot. There's an awful <laughs> lot of pornography on Twitter yeah. for uh for it just to be called a terms of violation service. Yeah. It's like That's why it's like <laughs> Like, you can't do that on Facebook or Instagram. Oh, no. Definitely can't do that on TikTok. You can't say certain things on TikTok. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's like Twitter just kind of... I don't know how they've gotten past that, but, yeah, I mean... Do you see, like... I'm okay with, you know, dick pics getting taken down. I don't think that's, like, a crazy suppression no. <laughs> you know, no. Well, uh, I thought it was going to be a bit more. You I'm know? kind of ethically opposed to pornography myself. Oh, yeah. Because like, I kind of think it's bad for the human brain. For sure. Like yeah. um, like addictive personalities and stuff like that yeah. with porn. Absolutely. Hands down. It's, it's, it's addictive. It skews people's vision of what sex is. Yep. Um, if they if they just like look up, you know, this and Google whatever. Yeah. Like and the first thing, yeah, not exactly. not the best kind of stuff yeah. at all. And then it also it's like it it doesn't put into perspective of like what a real fucking sexual partner is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's like 
anyone who's appeared in a professional porno shoot, it's like they're hand selected. Yeah. You know, they've been They've been acting for a long time. They've been acting you know, for a long time. It, it edited, is acting in the they're end. They're filtered. <laughs> yeah. They are, you know, they've got sprayed on them, they're posing. Yeah. It's like everything's made up and it's like, no, this is not how real sex works. Yeah. It all looks like and it's like uh, yeah, kind of kind of got an ethical issue with that, I think. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously, like, you know, the people that continue watching certain types of porn can um, end up doing certain things to women because they see it in porn. Yeah, well, a lot of that too. And it's like, that's kind of why <laughs> I had this same thing. And this is where my mind goes, but like, I was having the same conversation with someone else. And, like, we were pointing that out. And then he just goes, it's like, I was like, that's going to be really weird, like, if you're a porn addict, but then you're just such a submissive in bed. <laughs> and it's like, went, how it went right the other way. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, oh, you got the safest of all possible scenarios there. <laughs> yeah, fully, yeah. fully. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like, we were making fun of that, which is which was like, it's like, Oh, what? So, are you saying if Ted Bundy had, like, watched some femdom porn, like, he <laughs> would have be been whole, okay? You could know? be a whole different person. Could have been knows? a whole different person. I mean, probably not, though, but... <laughs> probably not. Probably not. But, you know, maybe he would have, like, just been into getting pissed on or something, you know? <laughs> huh. if, only, if only. If only that was the case. Uh, but, yeah, like... Um, it's a funny thought. Anyway. It, oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but... Um, Mind you, I don't think... I don't think pornography makes serial killers of people. No, no, no. Um, I wouldn't say that. No. I just think it skews their vision. I think... It's very difficult to say what makes a serial killer. Because a lot of them yes. actually grow up in... I mean, a lot of them grow up in scenarios that a lot of people find themselves growing up in. Mm -hmm. It's like the scenarios aren't that much different to what everyone else is. Yeah, it's um environment and then also supposedly there's like a genetic kind of predisposition you know frontal lobe or with the brain mm. um i don't know all the proper scientific terms but i know they're either trying to figure it out and there's something uh to do with the brain where growing up and then having that genetic predisposition like already there mm. kind of turns them into serial killer supposedly mm. interesting Interesting. I could, I wish sometimes I could take my brain out of my head and look at it. <laughs> yeah, just have a little touch. Yeah. <laughs> my, I remember I, I, my ex, she said the one thing really weird. This was kind of serial killer vibe. Okay, yeah. And, like, she was, a, like, she professed herself as, like, not being a cuddler before she started dating me. She was, like, before I dated you, I never liked to cuddle. Oh, I was like, go. oh, that's sweet. <laughs> and uh, she was like, yeah, was like, I like to cuddle you. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And uh, then she was like, I'm one of those persons who's like very warm all the time. And she's very mm. cold all the time. So yeah. I'm like, I'm like, get the fuck away from me. I'm burning. She was like, no, I need to be close <laughs> to you. And I was like, you're on top of me. And she was like, I need to be, I want to be inside of you. And I'm like, that's really creepy. And then like, I remember one time she was cradling my head, just like while she was scratching my head. And she was like, oh, she was like, I love your head. And I was like, oh, that's nice. And they're like, oh, did you say that? And she was it's like, yeah, I just want to chop it off and carry it around with me. So, I can look at it sometimes. And oh my I was like, gosh, this is really not normal. And I was like, "Dear me, yeah." And, I was, and she was just like, she was like, "Well, obviously, wouldn't do it, but like, it'd just You're be like, nice oh, to thank take goodness. your head yeah. around with me." 
yeah. I have this in the back of my head. Yeah. When are you going to take my head? Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I've definitely had that though, where like you're cuddling someone, you just like, what, like how can I get more? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like, I need to, I need to be inside the skin. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so weird. Yeah. Fully. Oh, God. <laughs> Just end up being like a little, uh, like Martian in a head kind mm. of thing. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. Piloting them. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that like in, um, Mars attacks, I think. I don't know. Cause I know they have Martians. I just can't remember. Um, if they've got like a little Martian in their head or something like that. I don't know. Um, but I do know there is a movie that has that. I just cannot remember it right now. It's not Dave with Eddie Murphy. Where? Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen that. I've never seen it too, but like I've seen enough like clips of everything. Mm. Eddie Murphy, that's someone who like fell off the radar and didn't do much. After I've him. just remembered where it's from. Where? Men in Black. Aha! Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the very oh. first one. Wow. I love the amount of pop culture references in that one. <laughs> yeah. Where, like, it's like um, Elvis Presley died. And be like, Elvis Presley didn't die. He just went home. Yeah. <laughs> love that. Now, um, let's talk about Cherry Bomb for a second. Let's talk about Lucy's Love Shack. What's it sure. like working there? It's very, it's very alternative. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very weird. Uh, you see lots of strange people there. Mm-hmm. Um. And yeah, I always underdress for things. <laughs> so I always kind of look either, I always either dress like a bum or a homeless person or a gym bro or a. Just like singlet shorts. Yeah, baggy yeah. shorts and yeah, top and yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hey, you're comfy. I don't dress to impress. <laughs> um, I rarely do. In you're fact. just there to hang. Yeah, be comfy. But, like I feel very <laughs> underdressed in comparison to anyone else. For sure. Yeah. 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 No? yeah. I was talking to Mickey Montella. Uh, do you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there was that person who bought me that can of wine. Yes, that that's right. That yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That didn't taste good. <laughs> and that's why you gave it to me. <laughs> I didn't have a sip of it. I was oh, driving. Really? I was oh, driving right. Yeah. yeah it was, so, uh, I was like, oh, but I didn't realize it was wine. a wine. Yeah. And then I took a sip. I was like, well, when it, wine in a can. What? Yeah. <laughs> the two, it's like, come on, guys. We have goon sacks. It's uh, yeah. Like, you know, it's like, that's, it doesn't need to get any worse than that. Uh, yeah, for <laughs> Someone thought they might invent wine in a can. <laughs> it's like, oh. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't hit, hit the same. No. It's, especially compared to a green bag. <laughs> no, 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 no. There's something culturally iconic about a green bag. Yes. You no. can't go wrong with it. No, you can't. Well, yeah. I mean, you can go wrong, but it's a great time. It is. <laughs> it is. And that's the whole point of the goon bag is to have a good time. Exactly. Yeah. Especially on a clothesline. Mm. Like. But would you – let's talk about – yeah, especially on a clothesline. <laughs> yeah. But would you say about Lucy's Love Shack, it's like uh, – if you had to describe Lucy's Love Shack to an outsider, mm-hmm. how would you describe it in terms of the patron, the staff, the atmosphere? How yeah, would you so it? if it's like a cherry bomb night because they have other events and stuff like that. So on Saturdays, it's a completely different uh, vibe compared to a cherry bomb. So Saturdays, they have the vault, um, like electronic music um, and really, really tall guys don't get it. I don't understand it, but they're just really, really tall. Um, I mean, I am a tiny person, so 
checks out. But the cherry bomb on a different hand is a completely different vibe. So the way I would explain it would be like Lucy's Love Shack is like a dive bar. Mm -hmm. Got some alternative vibe to it. You can hang out, chill. Um, Have a dance. Yeah, have a boogie if you want. Go in the little smoker area. Um, And the vibes of Cherry Bomb, just like everyone is there to ensure everyone's having a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, Everyone is always there looking out for each other. Um, The... A lot of people dress differently, so it's like I I would say it's like emo punk kind of alternative vibe. But then some people come in super normie attire mm. and still love emo music. So you got you got a bit of a like different variety of people, I've but they're a... still the same vibe. Yeah. And then you go down the stairs, see that big neon wall, which is really really cool. It is. Um, yeah, it's so cool and. As soon as you come in, you'll see, like, the bar. You can see a dance floor and stuff like that. But overall, I think it's just a good little dive bar. Um, And everyone's just there, super wholesome, Mm -hmm. there to look out for each other. I wish they – I do notice that there's more younger people at Cherry Bomb. So I would say between, like, 18 to 20 to 3. Um. So, and I'm a I'm like 27. So it's a whole different uh, vibe. Seeing so you're a, you're a senior citizen. Yeah, basically. Uh, uh, <laughs> like I am one of the I am one of the elders of the lesbian yeah. clan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, just yeah, good vibes. Um, just as long as you're not a dick, <laughs> then you're, you're fine. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, as yeah. soon as you're a dick. And you, you don't stop being penis. a dick, then yeah. you're gonna be kicked out. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and we're we're really on top of that. And that's actually how I found that Lucy's would be the best venue for Cherry Bomb because in the time that like before Cherry Bomb was a thing, I had stopped doing last night at Amplifier and was kind of like on an off break. But then I knew I had to get back into it um, and start making events and. I had stopped doing last night at Amplifier, moved it to Jackrabbit Slims for a little bit, mm-hmm. and it just wasn't working there on a Thursday night because it's a Thursday night and it's such a big venue. It just wasn't working out. So we stopped doing that, but I was still working with Boomtick and like Slims and then eventually Lucy's. And they would ask, oh, if you have any event ideas, we can put them on, see how we go. So I guess like all these ideas, right? But Cherry Bomb was my biggest idea to have. Mm-hmm. Um, like Spotify playlist, like here's the branding, here's everything, ideas, etc. And so let's talk about Cherry Bomb. Like for the for the amateur audience, tell them what Cherry Bomb it is. It's competition, like a, a, yeah. So it's um, essentially an alternative queer party, uh-huh. um, mostly for queer people, but everyone is always welcome. Just don't be a dick and you're fine. Um, and we bring have bring a dick though. Oh yeah, you can bring Preferably a dick. Preferably loaded into a harness. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can absolutely do that. We don't really care. Mm. Um, but we have drag performers, burlesque performers, um, bands, live bands, musicians, um, DJs. Mm. So mostly emo punk kind of music and like early in the night mm-hmm. and then later in the night we kind of move it to more party vibe 
and then like disco or um, like electronic music late in the night because we can stay open till five. Wow. Yeah. Proper late night environment. Yeah, exactly. So, but we usually close around um, like 3 Mm a.m., that kind of thing. So. One of those vibes, which was, which is like, oh, if it's hopping, we'll keep it open. But like, if it's dying off, we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, wrap it up. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. That's a good policy for vibes. That's the same place yeah. at the bar I work at, and it's like, it's nice because it's like, oh, I don't want to stay open for one or two customers. It's yeah, like we're not fully. selling enough drinks. It's like. You know, there's not enough to do. It's yeah. like I'm not warranting my paycheck, but like if it's like, you know, if there's 20, 30 people in there and like, you know, you're, you're selling drinks. Yeah. Every 30 as, as long as like once we stop selling drinks or that kind of thing or people aren't buying drinks, then we close it off. <laughs> and then people are like, oh, why are you closing? Like it's it, like there's heaps of people. I'm like, but you're not buying drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that funds this place. Like, like yeah, 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 exactly. So. Yeah. It's like we're not here just to look pretty. Yeah. You know? Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah. You do yeah. have some babes working behind the bar though. Oh, yeah. 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 No, they're amazing. Mm. I did. I did. I played wingman to a chick. Uh, and she was like, I want to go up and tell that bartender that she's cute. <laughs> I was just like, Aww. fucking do it. Yeah, and just do it. She was like, she's like oh, I don't know, she's working. And I was like, do you want me to go tell her that you think she's cute? She was like, no, 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 don't do that, I'll do it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, fucking do yeah, it. Yeah. if you don't, I'll go tell her. Yeah, exactly. Just, be like, just go up to her and be like, oi, you see that bitch? She thinks you're cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm sending over here to talk to her. Be nice. <laughs> Uh, or I'll flash you tight. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and apparently they exchange numbers. And yeah, like, awesome. Uh, yeah, Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, see, as long as you're not just too much of a dick at the bar, the bartenders will be fine. Yeah. See, like... I'm if a, you're not harassing them, it's okay. <laughs> I'm a great wingman, um, but I'm terrible for flirting with people myself. Yeah. Because I don't flirt myself mm-hmm. and I'm very bad at picking up flirting. Mm-hmm. And generally, by the time I've picked up flirting, it makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, for sure. So it's, it's real like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> I've got to deal with this now. No. Yeah, like, just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, I, re- yeah, I reckon I'm pretty I good wingman too. I want to get a t-shirt too. made up yeah. that says I self-identify as ugly, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. it. Just, just, just wear that. <laughs> just see how people react to it. Yeah, why not? Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And people come up and hit onto you. It's like, sir, read the fucking shirt. You know, <laughs> maybe it's, they have a type. No, <laughs> maybe. I, yeah, clearly some of them do. Yeah, because uh, it doesn't stop them. No yeah, exactly. What I say to them. Mind you, I did receive one with the best compliment I ever received. Uh, from a dude and he wasn't hitting on me but he was gay and he did compliment me but yeah basically very butch sort of gay dude mm-hmm. not like flamboyant gay dude came up to me and was like yeah i'm not hitting on you bro because uh, i'm here with my boyfriend but uh i just thought you should know that uh, you're very fucking handsome oh like, yeah. and i was like that's the nicest like way you could have said that yeah it's like that does not make me uncomfortable at all yeah there's just him like, <laughs> be like he didn't say this but like I could imagine him just be like, yeah, yeah, you're a good looking bloke. Now, excuse me, I'm going to go blow my boyfriend back out. You know? <laughs> I mean, he probably did that though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he probably did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely, he was a big dude. So yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And I saw the boy he went up and walked to. Yeah. And he was a small dude. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think it's physically possible for one to top the other in that scenario. Yeah. Imagine if it was the opposite way around. Like, he was the bottom straight up. Weird. Mind <laughs> you, like, I do know some 
really small dudes with really large holes. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's always the uh, tall, skinny guys as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I interviewed Flynn V. Do you know them? Yes. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah. That man is a penis attached to a man. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, tall, skinny dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is like... It, he he was showing me some of the things he was getting up to in Europe, and I was just, I was just like looking at him. I was like, "Dude, what is that? It's <laughs> yeah. like that's not fucking normal." <laughs> and then it's like, and I and I was like, "You would make." I was like, "A," because he's the bottom. Oh, he yeah, he's the biggest bottom. Yeah, and I was, <laughs> it was, it was like, "A," you would intimidate so many tops. <laughs> B, so many other bottoms would look at you and be like, what a fucking waste. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? It is really a waste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, yeah. It's like so many women probably look at it and think, oh, God, what a waste. What a horrible waste. Yeah, if only. You know? no. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like he's just walking around with this fucking hand cannon in his trousers <laughs> and he only fucking likes taking dick. Yeah. Oh, it's like, oh, curse you, God. Yeah. It's like this sense of humor of yours right oh goodness very <laughs> funny guy he got very very drunk on my podcast oh really oh yeah yeah he was oh, I, I brought him a courtesy bottle of vodka nice and uh he drank the whole thing and he was drinking it with orange juice mm. and oh yeah killer mix yeah oh, i love it vodka it's and my favorite yeah. yeah it's a deadly combo it's so easy to like slam down yeah i think there's something in the sugar which makes people get drunk faster oh Surely, because it's like it's it's natural sugar. It's not like the processed shit that you normally mix spirits with. Yeah, I feel like natural sugar, like, and it probably like um, like the sugar already in like Coke and stuff like that mm-hmm. could probably make your ha- uh hangover worse. Yes. Yeah. Because the fructose in orange juice might make it a little bit. Better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I can double park those and just smash them real quick. <laughs> yeah. But no fucking. Oh, fun times with Flynn V. Yeah, very very fun to interview. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've been uh, I've done some crazy things. All so yeah. Um. So I used to taking photos of bands and stuff like that. Um. Got very into the music industry. Mm-hmm. Um. And started getting to know people over east in like touring companies and stuff. And. Ended up going on tour with um, a band called Avira Skies back in like 2014. So it would have been like 19, 20 about that time. And this was my f- – oh, I went actually on tour with them when I was 18. So went up and down, came back, and then I got asked to go on the Free of Mind tour with North Lane, Thy Otter's Murder, Volumes, Veil of Mayo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Make Them Suffer. And that's who I went on. Like, I went with Make Them Suffer as, like, their photographer and stuff. And it was such a wild tour in the whole thing. So, one of the crazy things was um, at, I think it was Amplifier and Capital. When it was Capital, it's now Magnet House. Um, it was like our little after party kind of thing after the show. And one of the volumes vocalists, um, after a big night out, we're at McDonald's uh, down in like the city. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what happened. I think it was like some guy from the show, like some fan or something like that. But there seems to be a little 
kerfuffle going on between As- this fan or some other guy, whatever, and one of the volumes vocalists. Mm-hmm. And then just out of nowhere, the volume vocalist just punches the uh, bus stop. <laughs> Punches the bus. Yeah, stop. just like out of like aggravation of over what's happening because I still don't know what they were fighting about. <laughs> they were just yelling things, just being drunk probably. Anyway, he punches the fucking uh, bus stop kind of thing. And then I see him the next day in Adelaide and he's got an ice pack and everything. I'm like, so how did that go for you? Yeah. <laughs> Silly buggers. Yeah. Boys being boys. Yeah, exactly. And, um, yeah, lots of um, – Vela Maya love their wine. So, like, any time that they're going out or, like, um, playing shows, they always have wine. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was just lots of – oh, and volumes are, like, avid weed smokers. <laughs> so – Shot in. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, you got, like, Diodas Murder and then North Lane – it was all, yeah, it was a very much freer mind tour. <laughs> very uh, psychedelic. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of, like, wild I'd stuff. I'd love to be a fly on a wall. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt sometimes, but, like, because I was the only girl on the tour. Well, no, sorry. I was, it was me and, uh, at the time, Louisa, who was the keyboardist for Make Them Suffer. We were the only girls on the tour right. out of five bands of guys mm-hmm. and just luckily all of them were such lovely guys like they didn't care at all which is surprising ideal yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh yeah just everyone was vibe not weird at all like it was wonderful that's awesome yeah and so it's funny. just it's like when i tell people i've been on these tours and stuff like that i can't believe it yeah because um a lot of the women in this scene have a hard time dealing with bands at shows um, or, like, patrons and stuff like that, just being, like, a woman in a man's world, as a lot of people like to call it. Mm-hmm. But I think... Do you I, feel like it's a man's world? Uh, well, in my experience, like, I can see it, but it didn't matter for me. Right. Because everyone, like, treated me as equal mm-hmm. as it should be anyway. Um, I felt like... I could bro down with them and it would be all good. But I've sometimes people feel like that they can't – if they can't bro down, then, like – It can they, be difficult. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm – during the tours and stuff, or like, masculine presenting and stuff like that, so it's a bit easier for, like, some guys to, like, be fine with it. Mm. Um, whereas I've heard many stories from, like, femme presenting people. Um, they don't have a good time at all. Which is a very unfortunate part. So I feel like I've easily brisked by. Mm. (laughs) But, yeah. Maybe you're just such a bro. Maybe. You're you're inducted into the hall of bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) It's an exclusive club. Yeah, I get to, I mean, I get to be a fly on the wall for, like, the guys (laughs) and hear what they all talk about. And it's not, it's. It's uh, it's all right. <laughs> you did, you did, yeah. you did give, give off a strong homey bro vibe, though. Thank you. Yeah, it's like, I try. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like I could picture me parked up at a bar with, with you, just like sipping on a rum and coke and just, like, <laughs> yeah. checking chicks out there walk by. <laughs> yeah. And just be like, hey, what do you think of her? Just be like, yeah, I'm fucking <laughs> chew a hole through a cardboard box. Yeah, like yeah. That, you know? Yeah, like I've hung out with so many dudes. It's just like I already know, like kind of like I'm, I'm fine with what they talk about and stuff. 
I just know, like, when it gets over, like, over the line, I'm like, okay, oh, well, well, calm down. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> I'm like the voice of reason. But. Yeah. Yeah. No, don't spike that drink. Uh, yeah, 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 no, no, no. Luckily, none of my friends or anyone like that has done that, thank God. But. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because, goodness gracious. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I t- uh, like, I was in, I, I did FIFO for nearly eight years, or like a form of working away from home for nearly eight years. And yeah, it was, uh, here's some stories in FIFO. Ugh. Yeah. Main thing is though, like the stories are though probably exaggerated as well because reality is that most FIFO guys are just like, they just like sniffing a bit of coke. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause you can't even smoke weed because it will come up in the piss test. Yeah. So you gotta have other things (laughs) or they just get really drunk. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that, that too, that too. There's some serious piss tanks. But, like, the other thing too is, like, I've met a lot of wonderful guys on FIFO sites, but uh, some sites more than others really pick up the dregs of society. <laughs> the, like, on, on Sono Iron our the safety officer for our contracting company used to be a teacher. Oh, wow. For, like, what years? High school was. Oh, okay, yeah. And yeah, he got done for having. Oh, no. Oh, goodness. Yuck. I don't know how old they were because apparently the legal age in WA was 16, which feels wrong. Mm -hmm, But. mm -hmm. um, I mean, they're high school students, that's enough. (laughs) Yeah. And he's a teacher there. For him, (laughs) it was like, yeah, exactly, you know, but like, and I was like, and now he's our safety officer. Yeah. Um, you know what was weird? <laughs> Everyone knew this about him. Yeah. Everyone knew this about him. And nothing yeah. was done. Nothing was done. Wow. Then the other thing too was he was dating a woman on site. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like someone would have told her. She would have heard about it somehow, but she was still dating him. And it was like, is it, what? Yeah, at and least change like, sites or something. Yeah, like, and it's like, how is she dating? Like, why would she? Yeah. Mind you, apparently, like, he got it, like, when he apparently had a partner when he was a high school teacher and she was in on it too. She was having threesomes. With wow. Students. So it's like, yeah, some people. Wild. Some people, like, if there is a hell, some people oh, are going to it. Yeah. You know? um, uh, yeah, he, yeah, he's first in line. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's. And, like, that was our safety officer. Uh, yeah, like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> And it's like... I feel like that's not safe. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, what are you going to teach us how to do? Cover our tracks? Yeah, yeah. You know? It's like, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, a I, didn't never, I never felt good about that guy. Goodness. Oh. No. So, another, like, little tour story is um, I was with Buried in Verona, um, and we went to Bunbury. Bunbury, for, no town. That's yeah. where I'm from. Oh, hell Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, always going to get up to wild things there, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think uh, they were playing at um, – it starts with an E, but it's like the main like pub kind of bar that a lot of – not Prince of Wales. Um, it starts like, with an E. I think so. I could be totally e- wrong. E- but e- Ellington? No, no, that's no. the jazz bar. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it does, but I could be completely wrong. Uh, was it – it's like it's also got a hotel attached to it, or like oh, uh, I mean, hotel is calling God, it something, so doesn't it? But stupid. <laughs> I, 
I'm, I can't believe I'm from there and I'm forgetting. It's like home, um, but... you know, like a like a pub plus hotel, like. Yeah, I know the pub. Kind of, yeah, and it's like on a corner. Uh, I think. Yeah, I think I know it. It's right across the road from Fitzy's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Fitzy's is like the nightclub, well, right? You can call it that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 With quotation marks I remember, like, I moved out. I moved up to Perth when I was 16 and yada, yada. And I remember I went back when I was 21 and I caught up with some mates there. And there was one mate who had never been outside of Bunbury. He'd literally been there his whole life. And he was Wow. Like, and, uh, and I was like... And we went to Fitzy's and he was like, why would I need to leave Bunbury, bro? Got the fucking everything I need here. <laughs> yeah, we okay. Got pubs, yeah. We, got night, we got a nightclub. And I was like, dude, this is not a nightclub. A simple club. life, really. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this is, I was like, come to Perth. And I've been to Melbourne and Sydney nightclubs. And I was like, come uh, to yeah. Perth. Come to Melbourne. Come to Sydney. They Anything. are nightclubs. Yeah. It's like. This is a pub. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't even stay open that late. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I've left amplifier and i've left connections the fucking sun is coming up yeah yeah it's like that's how you know it's time to go home oh, exactly like, yeah, yeah especially in summer it's like it's gonna come out at like 4 a.m oh i summer. know yeah. i know oh goodness gracious me but yeah so they played that um venue and then after that we knew we were gonna stay in bunbury for the night and yeah. then go back to perth um in the morning um so we're gonna have a big night out and they had some rooms already booked. Um, and after we have like the ABC shots um, at Fitzy's, which I forget what ABC stands for, but they wreck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're like the worst. It tastes like gasoline. Absinthe, Bundy, let's see, is. I don't know. Christ, because you're going to need it. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I, feel I, like just, it, I, I feel like it's a vodka. It's a... It's a. It's three of just... It's a vodka, it's worst. a rum, it's a tequila. Yeah, 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 yeah. some. It's just the worst. Like, for me, I'm, I'm okay with shots to an extent. Um, Mixing shots, that was difficult to do. Yeah. Like going from vodka to, to tequila. Yeah. To rum, to whiskey. Yep. It's like, no, nah, you really... <laughs> The best thing you can do, and you're already damaging yourself enough, is just stick with one for the night. <laughs> yeah, fully. There's nothing worse than mixing poisons. Yeah. You know, it's like. Yeah. I should take my own advice. <laughs> we should, we should, but, you know. Because I this definitely is why do that. We learn to pass on to younger generations. Yeah, and like, then it's up to them. Yeah. And then they can do it. And then they'll make the same mistakes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you have yeah, these so I had, had a bunch of those. Instantly knew, I was like, oh, this is, this is going to be a fucked up night um so we get back to like the little hotel kind of thing um and because i didn't like have a room booked because i was an idiot and forgot to do it so i was like oh yeah i'll bunk in with like one of you guys easy um then we end up having a bong right but it was made from an apple Love it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that this is my first time seeing that you can even have an apple bong. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just make it. You can make a bong out of anything. That's true. And you can uh, make a bong out of a homeless man if you try. <laughs> probably. <laughs> and uh yeah, after I had one cone, I was like, that sucked. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, gone. I think I was like 
at the same time as well, there was like a fight happening outside and we could see it. And so we're just all really high watching this fight happen. That was wild. But I'm walking around and the way that this hotel, whatever is set up, is like a square. Uh And there's just rooms like all around the place. So I'm trying to remember where the room is. That. Oh, oh no. Oh, gracious, man. Never mind, don't stress about it. You sure? It. Yeah, 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 don't stress about it. I just dropped the drink. Yeah, she just dropped a monster all over my goddamn floor. Oh, no. Don't stress about it, don't stress about it. I'll pour some water on it later. <laughs> I've got like a vacuum uh, cleaner kind of thing that like also sucks up liquid. Oh, it's wow. the best fucking thing. Yeah. Best buy I've ever gotten. Um, anyway, so yeah, like um, going around trying to find this room and then eventually I just couldn't. I was so drunk, so high, I just couldn't figure it out then i am pretty sure i end up going into like one of the toilets and they've got like bathtubs and like showers and stuff like that like it's big bathroom not just like toilets Mm -hmm. they've got like both of them and they've got like a women's and a men's Mm -hmm. so i distinctly remember like going into one of them and then i wake up but i wake up to like someone flicking water and like this is the next day like flicking water on my face i'm like what the fuck and i wake up some dude who's like got his towel on or whatever and i'm like what what the hell is going on here and i just realized i've woken up on the bench inside the men's like oh, bathroom no. area <laughs> i was like oh shit i'm gonna leave now <laughs> and then i was like i don't know where the rest of the guys are but it's really early and I'm still tired, so yeah. I'm going to go to the women's one and then slept in a little slept bathtub. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, at least he was – I feel like that – I feel like flicking a bit of water on your face, I feel like that could have really been the nicest way of oh, waking you up. Right? I was yeah. like, thank you, but yeah. Jesus Christ, where yeah. am I? <laughs> but you could have pissed in my face or slapped me. Yeah, yeah literally – anything could have happened yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. but no you just i'm just like this tiny little girl fucking yeah. <laughs> like, oh well, props to that dude but yeah big nights in bunbury standard, standard yeah, procedure. Yeah. yeah 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 also share bathrooms down there another standard procedure when like you you stay in remote places which i've had to do a lot for work yeah then you go to those like share bathrooms and it's like yeah that's like i remember like I have a few stories. I won't go into them, but like, there's always a few stories when you go working away with like a dozen or so guys, and you have to stay in a small town, and then there's a universal share bathroom. Last night of the shift or last night of the swing, when you drive home or fly home in the morning, yeah, it's always a story about something going on in the bathroom. Someone yeah, fully. falls asleep in the bathtub. Someone blacks out in the shower, and it's always funny. Oh yeah, exactly yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, let's rack up the episode. So, like, is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, I'll plug uh, Cherry Bomb. Mm-hmm. So that is the next event is December 23rd and it's Queer Miss. We're actually having the roast of Sugar Du Jour. <gasps> yeah. Oh, I'm getting ready to interview Sugar Du Jour. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I'd lo- oh, man, I really want to go to that one. Oh, I could yeah. do it. Yeah, uh, do it. If I knew them a little bit better, maybe I could. But no. Do it. I've been getting ready for to do a roast battle because I'm doing a roast a comedy roast battle next year. Oh, sick! Yeah, yeah. And I wrote for one recently. I helped someone write some jokes for it. So yeah. Like, I'm in prime roast. I'm coming into like roasting mode. Yeah, now. sweet. Yeah. yeah, it'll be interesting because we've got um, like sugar on the panel, um, sassy Cassie, oh. Toots, Serenity Vombarda. Oh my god, Miss Cara. Any of the like. 
I know a lot of people who listen to this episode, so a lot of people know. For anyone who doesn't know this, this is some Perth burlesque dance and drag like royalty. Yep, yeah, basically yeah, yeah. like all of all of the royalty and like Perth cabaret yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of stuff, entertainment. Sugar, did, Sugar de Jour, Sassy Cassie, Serenity, and Toots are all like very fucking yeah quite large names. Yeah. Know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it'll be it'll be fun. I've been hearing like everyone like testing their jokes and stuff like that it's it's interesting and then uh we've got like performances later on as well we've got um spl doing like a little live set i interviewed spl recently yeah Yeah. i i fun fact uh i used to be in a band with her awesome yeah small world yeah exactly um and we used to go to school together so that's how we got into it because i'm busting she's a toy (laughs) guys i just pumped a big dirty shit out and uh, nice uh dallas uh cleaned up the stain yeah <laughs> which i would have done that but thank you dallas for no it's that. all right yeah, i clean up my own mess oh. i'm a bit clumsy so uh, <laughs> you and me both you and me yeah both. Uh, but uh no you were saying so you got drunk out in the rural thing and then you're promoting cherry bomb 23rd of december yeah roasts of sugar de jour sassy cassie toots Serenity. Miss Cara. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's going to be a fun little night. Mm. That will be a fun night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Lucy's Love Shack in Northbridge. Yes, indeed. Oh. From like 8 p.m. Oh, no, I lie, I lie. 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Beautiful. Yeah, so and uh, we – Cherry Bomb is every month at the end of the month. 8 p.m. is when you will get there. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, getting, I'm getting the times mixed up. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Cherry Bomb is, like, every Friday at the end of the month. Nice. So. Excellent. Uh, we got we got some good stuff coming up. Wonderful. I just remember the name of Jamal's business company, by the way. It's called Socialist. Awesome. Social List. Hey. Like Socialist, but. That works. Uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell, yeah. Very clever, Jamal. And uh, oh, also, if you want to like find tickets and stuff like that to Cherry Bomb, uh, just go to getweird.com.au. Getweird.com.au. Love it. I will also promote my friend's show. Uh, guys, I think you've, you're probably getting tired of hearing this, but I'm going to keep fucking You've got to keep you. doing it. Yeah. Uh, and that is, I'll just quickly pull up the dates because I can never remember if it's the 26th or the 27th or is it the 28th. Got to get that bag, you know. It's, it's bloody one, <laughs> you know. It's 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 bloody one of them screenshots. Go past the not safe for work meme, um, <laughs> and then the yeah, the twenty eighth of January, tenth of February, and sixteenth of February, guys. It is me, Chris Pachulo, David Morgan Brown, Martin Darcy for one of the performances. Sadi Chalabi, Omar, and Robbie Brooks. We also might be having a couple of other late entries at this stage. I endeavour to find out more there. But guys, it is at the 21st Amendment in uh, Leaderville. So it, we've got 100 seats all up. It's a, It'll be a really, really good show. Come out and support local comedy. It's only 20 bucks a ticket. Um, I would, of course. What a steal. Yeah, it's a steal for an hour of comedy, 20 bucks a ticket. Goodness gracious. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. And it's like all of these guys are some of Perth's best up-and-comers. Honestly... I was only asked to appear just so they could use my logo. Like, that was literally the only <laughs> Really? Uh, 
Um, <laughs> I am so unworthy to be sharing the stage with these maestros of comedy. So uh, I feel very, very honored. So come down, support them, and uh, yeah, support Fringe in general. Yes, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it's because remember, it's not all just rich kids who got their parents mm. to pay for the show. Uh, some of us have put some very, very hard work in in there. Yeah, there's a lot of um, smaller events coming through with Fringe, like um, just a lot of drag performers and burlesque and cabaret just doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very, very local. Like they're just grassroots kind of stuff. Fucking love to see it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. All right, guys. Well, this comes to the final conclusion of um, the episode, what we get to name it. Generally, yeah, we like true. to uh, do a either a play on the uh, um, the the name of the guest. Yes. Or we do a play on the name of what we've talked about. Mm. So it could be like I'm so bad at naming uh, things. Maybe <laughs> uh, I trust you, Dallas. Dallas, Dallas Dicks. Dallas just that. Di- no, <laughs> Dallas Dicks down cherry bomb. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Dallas- nice. No, no. Dallas Dicks down. Dallas Dicks down. Dallas Dicks <laughs> up. Oh. Dallas Dicks up. up Lucy. Yeah. Dallas Dicks up Lucy. Yes. Lucy's love shack. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, guys, this has been Profeshi Anal Degenerates, Dallas Dicks Up Lucy. All right, thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs>